What's up guys, David here and welcome to the FitPro Daily. Usually we have one topic each week, but this week to celebrate the launch of the FitPro Portal Lite and the 14-day free trial you can now have to really decide if this is the right marketing program for you, we're going to do things a little bit different this week. And we're going to start the week off as usual with a guest interview, but we're going to bring on a very special guest. We're going to bring on AJ Morton from the FitPro FitPro Review Group on Facebook, where FitPros like yourselves watching and listening now can go into his group and ask for reviews on people like me and other marketing specialists and business development specialists out there for an unbiased review for the simple reason we are not allowed to enter that group so we have no influence we have no control of what people are saying about us good or Bad. So I wanted to bring AJ on today to give you an insight into his group, but also give you an insight into what you should be looking for when it comes to your first mentor, a uh, marketing agency, a business development person, or you're just generally looking for some help. So it really is a quite an interesting interview. So before we do dive in, if you're enjoying the channel and you're enjoying the content, don't forget to subscribe, press pause, press subscribe, and then let's dive into today's guest interview. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this week's guest interview. This week, we're doing things a little bit different, especially because things are starting to open up. Gyms and fitness businesses are starting to move um, and start growing again. Now, kind of the lockdowns are easing slowly around the world. So I thought it'd be a good time to bring on AJ Morton. Now, if you're not sure who AJ Morton is, he runs a really popular Facebook group that people like me are not allowed to go in. It's called the FitPro Mentorship Review Group. So AJ, welcome to this week's episode. Thanks so much, David, man. Really happy to be on here. Super honored to be, you know, speaking with you and your community. Um, yeah, I've always, always thought really highly of you, man, which is why uh, we, you know, uh, collaborate with you in our community so often. But thanks so much for having me on here, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause I think I must have joined right at the start when you launched and this and because it's been going quite a few years now. Yeah. And then it's only I from I just had no idea I'd suddenly been removed from this group <laughs> and then as you speak to people it's like oh yeah somebody was talking about you or AJ just said I should jump out and reach to you and it's like ah so now we've just found out you like you've got over 4,300 fit pros from all around the world yeah man it's it's been pretty crazy um I'm trying to think so it the group in itself has been around for probably five years now um but when I originally set it up I was, you know, um, it was just a, a forum, you know, just a, a, a forum for people to go and, and have a safe conversation. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about how I started, if that's okay. Um, <clears throat> I was, you know, probably halfway into my 12 year um, journey as a, as, a, as a coach, as a fit pro. Um, I was in Chicago at the time and I was running a, a small group personal training program for women's weight loss. And uh, I was renting space out of a studio and you know i i wanted to level next level my business i didn't really know what um you know i've never had a business coach before i didn't know how to structure my business i was just kind of always flying by the seat of my pants and um then and now i mean i understand that mentorship is the fastest way to uh, you know to grow your business um you know having someone there to give you some back and forth and a blueprint um there's nothing nothing better than that so 
as long as they're a good coach. Um, <clears throat> but I, so I was looking online at the time, there was no way to figure out where to get a business coach, except for basically who was in your Facebook feed, you know, yeah. like there, there were no groups, there's no Yelp or anything like that. And it was kind of like whoever's in your, in your realm, bless you, um, is, is who you had the choice of. And so, um, there was a really popular, uh, coach from the UK at that time who, uh, who had caught my eye and who, who was really well known. And I was like, well, if, if anyone's going to coach me to go online and to better my business, you know, I want a better lifestyle for my family. I'm willing to pay, you know, whatever. And, uh, so I, I got on a sales call with him because, you know, I, for flashy reasons at the time, you know, he had, he was moving across Spain and living this really carefree life. He didn't have a family. So like we couldn't relate there, but, um, you know, I, I wanted that for my family. I wanted that freedom. So I got on a sales call with him and, uh, get to the end of the call. Everything sounds really good. And, uh, I was like, cool. Like, what's the investment? He's like, it's AK. I said, awesome. My wife just left, you know, let me chat with her real quick when she gets back and you know, we'll, we'll start up. He's like, if you get off the call, it's 12 K. I said, wait, so just to get off and have a chat with my wife, it's going to be an extra 4k. He's like, yeah. I said, well, I'm going to get divorced if I don't talk to her about this. So whatever you got to do, you know, we'll, we'll do it. Um, so I got off the call, talked to with my wife. Luckily, I, I mean, my wife was very supportive, is very supportive. Um, and we, you know, this is something we really wanted. So if you have to spend 8k or 12k one time to make, you know, six figures in your fitness business, then that's still a, it's still a good ROI. So I got the go ahead. We spread this across multiple credit cards because we're a really young family at the time. We have, you know, we got two kids. I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a semi set up fit pro at the time. So this is clearly money we didn't have and uh, could not spend and could not lose. Um, so we get into the program and it's the deliverables are really, really lacking, uh, almost non-existent. I got like a, a pre-recorded email video from him once a week, not much contact from him because he was in the UK, which it was probably, you know, uh, my fault, but you know, I wasn't the, I wasn't the one, you know, leading the sales call. Um, and I, I just really didn't feel like it was, it was what I was, you know, uh, deserving after paying that much money. Um, so I, I got out and I was like, man, if there had only been like some way I could have read, you know, unbiased reviews of about this guy and had some real conversations with past clients about their real experiences, not like, not the cherry picked kind of testimonials, but you know, like real people's ex experiences, I, I would have been able to, um, you know, make a more educated investment decision. And whether I still wanted to go with him or not, that would have, I would have had a little bit more of an upper hand about that choice. Um, and so there wasn't anything at the time. And so I started it immediately after, after getting out of that program, I started that, that group called it Fit Pro Mentorship Review, set it up. Um, it got mentioned in a couple really big fitness communities right off the bat. So it was able to get a really nice mix of other fit pros who, you know, who also wanted to have a nice safe space to have a conversation about their experiences with mentorships, with courses, software, like everything. Um, and so that's, that's how it was for a while. And funny enough, when I started that group, a lot of people from my cohort from this guy's program also started leaving similar reviews to mine. So I was like, man, this is not just me having a, a one-off bad experience with, with someone who, you know, is overcharging, under delivering. This is more of like a systemic thing. Um, and that's a problem. And so the response was really great within, uh, within the fitness community. Um, 
a lot of people supported it, obviously, because if you're doing a good job in the fitness industry, then you don't mind a group like this because you're going to get, you know, well-reviewed and people are going to go there and, and look for, for people like you who are doing a good job. So that's how, that's kind of how it was. I was still in, fit, in the fitness business, uh, in the fitness industry. So I was just running my business and, um, I just kind of let the group run itself. It wasn't paying my bills or anything like that. So I just, you know, I would moderate in there once in a while. I would approve people. I would vet the new members so that I wasn't allowing any fitness business coaches or anything like that to come into the group and, you know, make it uncomfortable for people to talk. Um, and that's how it was. And then trying to think about two years ago, actually, um, I uh, wanted to get out of my, my fitness business in Chicago and uh, I wanted to go online. And my business ended up starting to really, really drop because I was very exposed with lacking of uh, lacking structure in my business, lacking contracts, you know, 30 day out clauses and that kind of things. Um, and it left me really exposed. And so my fitness business started to uh, decrease dramatically. And so um, uh, it took me about like a year and a half to figure out what I wanted to do because that that business wasn't going to provide for me and my family anymore. And uh, over time, I was like, you know, I tried a bunch of things. I actually ran Facebook ads for real estate agents. I don't know if you know that, David. Uh, <laughs> not, not very well, but, you know, I was dabbling and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I did a little bit of online coaching at the time as well um, and just couldn't really find my place. And finally, at the end of that of that year and a half, at my darkest place ever, um, I was like, you know what, I don't know what is going to come of this group, but it feels really good every time I'm in there interacting with people and hearing their stories and helping them out, guiding them towards, you know, mentors and courses and people who are high integrity. Um, and so I ended up just putting a bunch of value into that community, um, and haven't stopped since. And the response has been amazing. Uh, the transformation of the group has been amazing. And now it's just this big value driven, um, amazing group of people who are just super supportive and uh yeah super super thankful and grateful to be uh to be leading them to be honest with you nice nice yeah and that, that was one of the things that i think really does stick out about this group they can give their honest feedback without um them having any repercussions on it say if say if i'm in the group people might be scared to say stuff about me or what what we've done for them but i'm guessing the group is a safe place i'm guessing as the owner the moderator you also have to be careful of spies inside the group i'm guessing people are sending people in so um it must be a tough group to kind of run then you know it's challenging but luckily like the people are so in favor of the group that they're like watchdogs for me so i offer in the in the community to paypal anybody who screenshots someone who's marketing to somebody in the group you know like if, if one of my if someone sneaks in my vetting process and is able to you know get around my group and start messaging people so i'll, I'll paypal them and uh so i get screenshots all the time of people who aren't supposed to be in the group and um i just kick them out and I would say, hey, you know, where, where can I send you money? They're always like, hey, you know what? Honestly, your community is so amazing. You do so much for us. I we, Don't even pay a pal me. Like, I love that you keep the community so safe and secure for us. It's all good. And I just, I love hearing that because I just like, since day one from starting this group, the feedback from the members has really just been pushing me forward and being like, okay, like I'm doing the right things. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue doing this the way that I'm doing it. I'm going to keep everything nice and tight for people. 
Um, and yeah, again, the response has just been amazing. Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, the questions are flying in. I've got a load of questions as well. So we'll just <laughs> rattle good. through them. Uh, so Nicole, you know, Nicole Renee, um, what know. are some of AJ's, uh, what are some of the things AJ knows now that you wish you implemented back in the day? Yeah. So uh, when it, I'm assuming it's along the lines of mentorship or searching for a mentor. Yeah. Um, we got to be, we, I say we as fit pros, um, need to be smarter than the flashy marketing out there. Like, please, please do not be distracted by how much money someone appears to have, how many boats or cars or nice houses they appear to have. No one is as they uh, appear to be on social media. It, it, it's a, it's a incredible highlight reel in David Kyle too. No, <laughs> um, it's a, it's an incredibly weird space to, to, you know, be living in every day and be running our businesses in there. And, it leaves us very exposed to things that are meant to market to us. And so, uh, you know, don't be distracted by, by flashy, by flashy advertising, things like that. Um, usually the people who are doing a really good job, their programs market them on their own. Like they don't need to come up with flashy, you know, marketing tactics like that and shove ads down your face and create ridiculous videos. And it's just, it's just really unrealistic. So my advice is to now this group is especially come to the group, do your homework, talk to unbiased people and look at unbiased reviews about these programs and really get the insight. Um, and then you'll just have a more educated way to make that investment decision. That's why my number one thing, like, please do not fall for flashy object syndrome when it comes to, to uh, who who's marketing to you and also pay attention to how you're being marketed to. If, if you're getting a cold DM from some guru, chances are that person is going to be teaching you to cold DM. If, if that's something that you want to be doing to you know, acquire new clients, then that's cool. But really pay close attention to how people are getting to you. And if it doesn't really feel right, then I would probably pass on that. Mm. Yeah, I can't agree more, especially the bit that you said earlier. Um, you have to think when you're talking to somebody who's especially trying to sell you something, is that going to be the right move for you? So you were saying this guy pressured you, you pay now 8K or if you, if you don't pay now, it's 12K. If you did that in your own fitness business, you join my program now, it's $300 pounds or whatever it is for the month. If you leave, it's 500. They're going to have that resentment instantly because you've put that so much pressure on them. They're not going to be a good client. So if people are putting that, that sales tactic on you, you know, it's just a little bit. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer of how you come into a program is how the program is going to go. So if you come into the program, like, like I was in that, in that other program, you know, having spent 4,000 extra dollars, I really wasn't planning on spending, couldn't spend, but did anyways, you know, then you're, I'm in the scarcity mode and I'm, my expectations are all skewed because I need that money back and I need it now. Hmm. Um, so Go into a program feeling good, and then you're not going to make choices out of scarcity. You're going to have realistic expectations of what you can, you know, get from the program and in how much time. Um, yeah, I, I think that's huge. Absolutely huge, too. I think one of the best comments we've got so far is Ash Burley. Uh, it's two legends on my screen right now. I think that's quite, that's quite a good comment. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. <laughs> What's up, man? So... 
I know we're talking about finding mentors and all this type of stuff, but literally all we do, and if anybody that knows us, we just talk about lead gen and business growth and we just yeah. love this stuff. And some of the stuff that you've talked about really can resonate from what you've set up here to how people can run their fitness businesses. So let's talk about the actual growth of the group. Okay. You've said by putting a lot more effort into it, it's grown a lot quicker. So I'm guessing the more passionate somebody is about their fitness business, how much they want to put into their client's success will also result in the growth of their fitness business. Does, would you say that would be a fair match? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I spent, you know, and I didn't, this was not planned at all. So I didn't plan on, on, running this this group forever especially having it be my only thing that i'm doing now but um you have to have no expectations of what people are going to do you just need to be there to serve them and so whether this is fitness business people or or fitness people you just need to go out with no expectation of what of what you want people to do um yes of course we want people to sign up for our program but you need to bring value and so i spent over three years in my community just bringing value, just providing support for people, not asking for anything in return. And I think it's a really important lesson. And again, I was lucky to have my fitness business at the time. And so um, you know, I could do that. But I think it's really important that regardless of your situation, that you try to come from a place of pure value and servitude, because people feel that energy in your Facebook group, on your lives, in your, in your stories, in your, in your content. And if they genuinely feel that and people are good, they can pick up your bullshit. Um, they, they're going to be, they're going to resonate with you and they're going to be attracted to you and want to start consuming more of your stuff. So I can't stress that enough. Just be yourself, put yourself out there, give, give, give. And uh, I, I promise you it's, it's, a, it's a long game, but it absolutely will pay off. Yeah. Then the next thing you were talking about, if uh, somebody comes into your group like a spy from another coaching business and they're sending people in, you've got literally raving fans, fans that will literally do anything to support the group and let you know about these people to kick them out. And I'm guessing, like you say, if you're passionate, you put a lot of stuff into it. You just generate all these raving fans and referrals as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the more people you're, the idea of social media is not to create followers. It's not to acquire followers. It's to acquire an actual community. Followers does not equal income. Followers does not equal community. Followers really doesn't mean anything. I've known people who have hundreds of thousands of followers and are making zero dollars from it. So it means nothing. But when you have a community, you have a, a literally a, a tribe of buyers, a group of raving fans who, who will come to your defense over like a bad testimonial who will be there and look out for your best interest because they they're supporting the main idea, right? Like these people, you know, in my community, for example, they're not, yes, they're supporting me, but what, what we're all actually doing is supporting the idea of we need more high integrity, well, we need more integrity in the, in the, in the fitness business space, right? We can all agree on that. So it's like, you're, you know, you indoctrinate people with your beliefs about, about what you think about whatever you're doing and you acquire, people who are actually going to share that mission with you. So now me and my, my group, we're all on this mission to sift through the bullshit and crowd out the people who are over-promising, under-delivering, and highlight the people who are doing a really good job for the fitness community. Okay. So let's stick with that setup now then, okay? 
what are the current trends that you're seeing right now in this group? You're seeing a load of people ask about different mentors. And I'm guessing all these people are saying this mentor saying, do this strategy, do that strategy, do this strategy. What strategy, what trends are you seeing uh, is popular right now that people should be considering? I think the thing is, I, I think everything works. What doesn't work is you're trying to do all the things at the same time. So I, I, yes, I recommend people get good at organic marketing. I think you should, I think that you should uh, get really good at content creation, get really good at creating content that connects with your audience and speaks to them in a way that they're attracting, they're attracted to you. They're messaging you, right? I think it's a great skill to learn. Um, but in addition, it doesn't mean that, you know, for a while that uh, everyone was really against paid advertising. Don't, don't do paid ads until you're making $100,000 a year, 10K a month or 20K a month. I, that, I think that's kind of bullshit too. I think you can have a mix of both. I, 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 and again, like we're all being marketed to, right? So if I'm an organic marketer, I'm going to shit on, sorry, David Kyle, for all these swear words, but um, I'm going to shit on, on paid ads, right? And if I'm a paid ads person, I'm going to talk about the inefficiency or ineffectiveness of organic marketing. But the truth of it is, guys, they all work and they all work in combination. So if you do, if you do it right, and if you take your time, and if you test and you know tweak what you're doing, you can have a really nice combination of organic marketing going on with a great and powerful combination of paid advertising going on. You could also be going into you know uh, your your content and having conversations with people who are who are engaging with your content. You can also be going into groups and providing value there with again no expectation and just getting attracted um, by clients there too. So I recommend finding a couple things you wanna focus on and going deep on those things instead of trying to do all the things at the same time. But truly everything pretty much works. You just have to give it the time that it needs to, to develop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a big thing we've been talking about recently is building that ecosystem. Don't just rely on one thing. If you're 100% focused on Facebook ads and Mr. Mark decides to shut Facebook down, you're then in very big trouble. Like you say, if, you're, if your tile business model focuses on DMing people and right. you suddenly get banned from DMing people, then you're in big trouble because that is the one thing. So find a couple of things that you enjoy doing and move forwards with that then. Absolutely. So, that's kind of what's trending at the minute. So if I, I've just got started in the fitness industry and I'm seeing one guy say, get your business to 10K a month, get your fitness business to quarter of a million pounds a month. Some guys talking about doing organic marketing, some girls talking about doing Facebook ads. How, what is it I should be looking for in my first mentor, my first coach, if I just qualified in industry? Yeah, so I think that, starting out with um, just more of a foundational approach is really good. I, I don't think at that point, a high level program is necessary for anybody because really you're going to learn the same basic foundational aspects of building an online business or in-person business in every program, right? Everyone has to teach you how to find your niche, how to price your, your offer, how to create your offer, how to do content creation. Um, I don't think right off the bat, someone who's fresh in the industry needs to, you know, spend like $15,000 on a, on a, you know, full blown robust mentorship program. Um, I recommend getting the basics sorted out in, you know, a really efficient, relatively low budget way, and then filling those, those gaps with a higher, a higher level mentorship program. Um, absolutely. And obviously just not getting distracted about things like, 
you know, branding or website and things like that. Like those are all important, but they all kind of come later. Um, I think the first thing is to, you know, make your first thousand dollars and then make two and then make five and then make 10. Everyone's on this big rush to make 10K a month or 20K a month, but you have to make $1,000 before you can make five and then before you can make 10. So um, I recommend this for everybody, but um, start with the foundational approach that covers a lot of the bases, but also be really patient because this is a long game. Like you're probably not going to do anything amazing in the 90 days that your guru is telling you. It's just typically not the case. Um, and they didn't do it either. But what they are going to do is give you all the tools that you're going to need within those 90 days in order to create the business that you want. That, that is true. But guys, it can take, it can take six months. It could take a year. It could take two. It doesn't really matter, right? What matters is that the most successful people don't stop. You just have to keep going. And they, don't, they also don't let one bad you know, response to a post or you know, no one showed up on the live. Like they don't let that stuff, they don't let this stuff get to them and get them down. The people who show up relentlessly and keep putting out value no matter what the response is, again, with no expectations, are the people who are, you're seeing who are successful in the industry. Okay. So I've joined your group. I've been seeing some great reviews from this one person. I book a call in with this person. What type of questions should I be asking to kind of get a good feeling of if this person knows what he's talking about? Um, and and I have a better understanding of what to expect from the program. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people really don't ask, like, you know, a lot of it's like what's included in the program, right? We're, we're kind of just like our fitness clients where it's like, here, I'm going to give you a two calls a week and you're going to get this cheat sheet and you're going to be in this community for support. But like, I think it's really important to flat out ask your mentor or your, your prospective mentor, what is your responsibility in this relationship that we're going to have? What are you going to do for me? And what is my responsibility as a student? What can I expect to do? Because I think a lot of people go into programs expecting a lot of things. Expectations mean nothing. You have to ask, what is, what is your expectation of me? And what should I expect of myself? Like, am I going to get my hand held here? Or, you know, should I be reaching out for support whenever I, whatever I need it? Or, or are you going to do that? Or, you know, like, is it on me to raise my hand when I, whenever I need help? Or like, is someone going to be kind of checking in on me a little bit more often? And so I won't really need to do that. So again, whatever it is, expectations need to be set beforehand on, on both parties. And if they're not willing to have the conversation with you or tell you what's, what, what's expected of them, then that's probably a big red flag not to get involved with them. Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a great point really. And especially you should also look at your clients inside your own fitness business you're not a client's not going to come in and you just say, yeah, just do whatever you want in this group session, then go home and just don't talk to me. If that's kind of what you're getting from this person that you're talking to as well, you're obviously not going to get results from them. But when you bring a client on board, you want to make sure they get the best possible results. You give them the best meal plans, the best workouts, the best accountability and stuff. This is what you should be looking for from, I guess, a mentor. So let's Let's look at the difference again, because you'll see this day in and day out. What is the difference really between a mentor and the coaching program? Hmm. Well, keep in mind, I think a lot of people get it confused because you need to look at whatever you're buying. Are you buying a course? Or are you buying mentorship? Right. I mean, mentorship is something completely different than than like a bunch of modules. And I think they can go hand in hand. But 
are you buying basically a, a really expensive self-paced course with like a little bit of support sprinkled in? Are you buying actual mentorship where someone is giving you direct feedback about your specific situation in a supportive way? Is that support easy for you to access or, you know, do you have to wait on, you know, two hour long calls till you get five minutes of your own time to get your questions answered, right? All, all of this is fine. It's just what are you expecting and what's being promised on, on the front end? Okay. The guy turns around and says, yeah, uh, like your guy did, it's £8,000 for this 12-week course. Is, is, that, is, that, is that the going rate or should, should people be looking at a much lower price or like should, should people go for a course price that amount? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that if you're just starting out, you can get the foundations knocked out for, you know, between a thousand and, and five thousand. I think if you've been in the industry for a little bit and you have some experience and you have a couple clients under your belt, then you're going to be more in like the, you know, five to fifteen thousand dollar range, I would say, or maybe like seven to fifteen thousand dollar range um, for, for a coaching program. But, which look, I mean, it's it sounds like a lot, but at the same time, I, I still have this mindset. If I have to do that one time, and, and I'm getting a, you know, monthly ROI on that, I'm good. And I think, I think you should be too, you know, I, and I understand it's expensive. I mean, we've lost over $30,000. So I, I have, I have made really bad investments, but they're all learning opportunities and they all allow me to, to look at what else I need from a mentorship program and what I don't want from a mentorship program, what to look out for. And so I'm trying to pass along, you know, all those signs and red flags, to you know to other people so that they don't lose as much money as i did yeah, um yeah. but hey the investment's worth it you just have to find the right coach and someone that you really trust who you're like okay this it feels more like a partnership than just me you know watching some modules and you know maybe getting like a little bit of slack support each week so i'm, I'm guessing what you're saying and quite a lot is you need to be you need to be searching don't just go for the first person that decides to reach out to you or you reach out to see what's out there it's just the same as if you're going to buy a car you don't buy the first car you see you you have a look and see what the other options are so you mentioned red flags then what are some of the the best red flags that have appeared in the group that people have been saying wow be careful with this person I mean, the number one thing is the cold DMing because I get, we get people not only, you know, not only are people in the group doing that who are not supposed to be in there, but you just see a lot of people just sending out cold DMs just, you know, in general, um, I, I, that would not vibe with me at all, literally at all. Uh, also that fast action pricing that I was subject to, um, like for another business opportunity, I was on a sales call yesterday. And as soon as they hit me with that, I was like, sorry, this whole conversation is done. I, I don't do that. Like, I'm going to get off the phone regardless, if, if, even if I love it. And if I truly want to be in your program, you should probably let me in for the lower, the lower end, because that's actually the real value of the program, not the fast action price. So fast action pricing for me is, a, is an immediate no, is an immediate red flag. Um, flashy marketing for me uh, is a red flag. I, I just think it's cheap. And, and, I, and I think it's trying to appeal to uh, you know a little bit hard on, on people's emotions um, and I think it should be more on client results which brings me to my next red flag which is you know business coaches talking about how much money they make making money just means that you sold a bunch of stuff it doesn't mean that the product was good it just means you sold a lot of it I want to see client results in real ones not the ones that you know you you paid for or you know paid your friends to create for you or you know the ones that just aren't aren't really real. So, 
find a source that has actually unbiased reviews, uh, unbiased people that you can actually have open conversations with and really get at, uh, you know, clear insight into what that program actually looks like. But all this talk about how much these mentors are making, it's just like, it means nothing, but it's really attractive to a lot of people who are, um, you know, victims of that kind of marketing. And I just think, you know, when you see that kind of stuff, take a deep breath and realize it's meant to appeal to your emotions. Hmm. Um, but you need to switch to a more logical, uh, way of analyzing who you're going to invest with and be like, okay, like regardless of that money that he's made, doesn't mean anything to me. How are his clients doing? I want to know if his clients are rolling in the same money he is. Cause then I'm signing up. Yeah. I, I, I got my hand up. I got a cold DM yesterday. It was, Hey bro, I see you run. You, I see you're a fit pro. Do you need help with your marketing? And my reply was, do you know what I do for a living? He goes, <laughs> Oh, and that was, that was the end of the conversation. So didn't uh, even read it. Didn't even so, read it. So, you've got people like, let's say myself, I've been going for like five or six years running Facebook ads. And you've got some other people that you've been talking about as well. I've been going for years and years and years. But then last year, it seemed like there was an influx of pop-up mentors and pop-up gurus. Do is, is it possible that some of these pop-up people are genuine and they, they really do have this knowledge and can help you out, but don't have all these amazing reviews or do you have to be careful of these pop-up people as well? I mean, I think both definitely. I I'm all for new people coming into the space. I'm also all for, you know, people improving themselves over time. So like if, if a coach, you know, didn't have a great setup before and didn't really get good results for their clients and it was kind of felt within, you know, the, the fitness industry, I'm cool with people making good, having a better service and actually, you know, coming out and, and serving people, um, serving people better. But um, I, I think that you just have to be watchful. I, I personally wouldn't want to be on someone's beta business coaching program, right? Like let other people test it out, let them get some testimonials under their belt. But at the same time, everyone has to start somewhere and there's nothing wrong with wanting to become a business coach, but there is something wrong if you haven't been a successful, if you haven't had a successful business and then coming in and starting to charge like $3,000 for something that you did not do yourself. And, you know, what typically happens is people are have, have, having gone through a bunch of mentorship programs themselves and, you know, not doing that well, they flip the script and we're like, they're like, well, I've gone through all these programs. I have a really good idea of, you know, what I can include in there because I have these programs here. I'm going to switch and become a fitness business coach. And so I can charge instead of charging a thousand dollars for my fitness program, now I can charge five thousand dollars for this fitness business coaching program. And it's a much easier sell. Because if I look at my friends list, I have way more fit pro friends than I do uh, weight loss prospects. So for me, I, I understand why people are doing it. I just think you need to do it the right way. I think you go out, you got to go out there and be super open, which is honestly how I would do it. I can't have a product because then I have to leave my own group. But if I was going to flip today and start being a business coach, I would be super open about what I was doing. I would charge my worth, which wouldn't be that much because I have never been a business coach before. Um, and I would gradually ascend up through there. And I'd be like, hey guys, never done this before, but you know, I've had a lot, I have a lot of knowledge in this space and I'm gonna start putting some stuff together and helping people out. I'm gonna charge something super low because I haven't done this before and I'm gonna get people some great results. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work for you really hard. And, and you know, everyone in this beta round is gonna get a great result, you know, no matter what. I'm gonna try really hard. And I think that would that authentic, that authenticity and openness would be responded to really well. People just wanna not be, you know, have their money grabbed out of their wallet so fast and then be forgotten about. Um, but again, I'm all for, for new people coming in this space, but I'm very sensitive 
to um, how long it takes for them to start charging high ticket pricing and what experience they had before switching into business coaching. Okay. Let's let's stick with that one then. One thing I've seen a lot of people do recently is when you become qualified as a fit pro, they're saying, don't worry about experience. Don't worry about how what you've done before. You can charge a massive amount as an online fit pro once you've just qualified. Is is that a fair thing to do to potential clients that you're bringing in? Or should you, let like you say, test the water, have a go at doing a lower end or doing some face-to-face stuff? Or can an online person go straight into high-end, high-ticket coaching, even though they've just qualified? You know, they, they can, but I think it's a really poor decision. Um, and, and honestly, I don't think people can all of a sudden sell high-ticket unless they have actual confidence in their in their program. And if they don't have experience, then they're probably not going to show up with confidence and ask someone for, you know, $3,000 or something like that, which would be too much for, for a novice, a novice online trainer. I think that you have to get some confidence in your product and then you can sell it at whatever you want to. Um, and to give you an example, when I hired that first coach to teach me how to go online, um, I, the intention was, you know, I want to charge high ticket and he was going to teach me how to do that. And one of the deliverables I didn't get from him was that I really wanted to provide people some badass results so that I could feel good charging high ticket. And that I, ne- I didn't really get that. Uh, it was really simple things. And I, I wanted to know some high level coaching tactics because um, I want to be able to charge a lot and feel good about it. The one ROI I did get from his program, which wasn't really an ROI, is I ended up selling this girl, this young girl, into a $3,000 12 week program, which was the highest I had ever charged anyone before. And I felt really shitty about it because I didn't have the deliverables to back it up. And I ended up working with her for way longer just to make it, you know, feel a little bit better because I wasn't getting her the result because I didn't get my delivery on my, you know, on my investment. And, um, and, and she wasn't getting hers either because it wasn't, you know, that process wasn't facilitated for her and I didn't have the deliverables to back it up. So yeah, yeah. I recommend getting really confident with your own process and coaching first before you you go ahead and go for the high ticket yeah i literally couldn't agree more like i've been in that situation before when i got started and you've been told yeah charge a thousand pounds for 12 weeks and you just don't feel confident in it if someone is trying to force something on you to do it a certain way you've invested in a program and they've said you have to do it this way and you don't feel confident you know it's not the right thing to do ask them is there another way of doing this? Can I try it a little bit different? Can I charge less or do it this way and stuff? So remember, it's your fitness business. You need to feel confident in the way you run this business. Okay, so let's close it down slowly from here then. Is there any final business mentor tips, business tips, lead gen tips or sales tips that you can think of to finish uh, that people listening or watching should take away from here? Yeah, I mean, for mentorship, obviously, do your homework shameless plug, join my community and look at reviews before you hire, like, why not, right? It's there for you to be, to be a resource for you so that you can save more of your money. Um, when it comes to lead gen, just have normal, just go talk to people, have normal conversations with people. Uh, the biggest thing I can say is go in with no expectation and just start serving people. Okay. On sales calls, you should be trying to help people, like make it a little bit of a, a almost a session you know, and ask them, Hey, is it okay if I treat you like a client right now? And they'll really like that because you're already going to work with them on their issues and moving towards a solution. And they haven't even given you any money yet. Like that's amazing. And what, what I've seen, especially from watching so many successful fitness 
business coaches is that when they come into my community, they don't, I don't have them pitch. There's no pitch. They just give value and people end up reaching out to them afterwards and signing up. And that's what you should, you guys should do too, is fit pros. Just go out there serving people. Don't ex don't expect them to sign up. It's your job to, to give them value, but you're, you're not just going to like talk them into it. You really have to be, you really have to be, um, you really have to approach the situation from a point of, I just really want to help this person. I really want to serve this person. And if you do that, and, and if it's genuine, then they will end up signing up with you, you know, and make it work with them money-wise. If money is the only thing holding them back, give them a payment plan, make it easier for them to sign up with you. Why not? Right? Like, yes, money up front is great, but like we're in this business to help people and to make an impact. So make it easier for people to, to get with you. And then when they sign up for your program, don't forget about them serve the crap out of them, be there for them, support them. Don't make them feel like it was just a, you know, a, a transactional thing. Oh yeah. That, that last part then is like the most important part. A good business doesn't need new clients because you retain your clients. Yeah. So don't just think I take this mentor on, he's going to get me a load of new clients. And I just forget about the clients. If you can get those clients to stay, then you never have to bring any new clients in ever again. So look after the clients is like the most important thing. Okay. So Absolutely. obviously I say to people at the end, tell people where they can find more buy your stuff or something, but you have nothing to sell. So tell people about where they can find this Facebook group. Then what is it they look for search for? Yeah. So uh, the Facebook group is called fit pro mentorship review. Uh, you can also find me AJ Morton on Facebook and you can join via uh, my profile there. I'm on Instagram, but not, not really on Instagram. I definitely, definitely stick with, uh, with Facebook, but yeah, feel free to, you guys can feel free to DM me, message me, uh, request to join the community. Obviously if you're a fit pro and don't work or sell anything to, <laughs> uh, to fit pros, but um, yeah, I'm super easy to, to access. So I'm always open for a DM. That's what I spend my day doing. A lot of my members feel bad about reaching out and I'm like, dude, I, I literally, that's why I'm here. Like I, that's all I do is have conversations with my members all day. Uh, and absolutely love it. We have cultivated an amazing, amazing community of, of fit pros. Yeah. I was, I was just literally thinking of that. As I said, it I was like, you, you must be get bombarded with Facebook messages or emails all the time. What do you think of this person? What do you think of this person? What do you think of this person? You all must be just be nonstop. <laughs> AJ, I appreciate I you it. coming on today. Thank you for your time. I'm guessing the people who've watched or listened will probably come and join obviously to see what I'm about and obviously to see what everyone else is about. So um, yeah, th thanks for what you're doing. It probably is saving a lot of people a load of headaches, cash and it's probably helping them grow their business as well indirectly because you're serving them with the best possible mentor or coach they can find. Absolutely, man. That's the goal. That's the goal. So thank you so much for, for having me on there, man. I really, really appreciate you. No worries. Cheers. Cheers, man. So that was AJ Morton from the FitPro Mentorship Review Group. If you haven't subscribed or you haven't joined that group yet, then press pause and definitely go and check that group out. It will really benefit you in just general knowledge. Like you were saying, people are always sharing their experience and their knowledge and what's going on in their business right now. Plus, they're asking for unbiased reviews on uh, marketing specialists like myself or mentors or business development coaches and all those type of things. So it's definitely something for you to go in for. And like he said in that interview if someone's quoting you a ridiculous price and then if you leave they're going to charge you even more then really think about it okay or if the offer that they're putting out really does seem too good to be true then the chances are it probably is too good 
to be true. But we'll leave it there for today. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, then we would love you to subscribe. You'll always be up to date with what is working. But again, we'll leave it there. Thanks for watching or listening. I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers.